Welcome to a bonus episode of the Encourage podcast. We love sharing new books with you. And today, Encourage community manager Becky Keefe talks with one of our favorite authors. Listen as they have a conversation that's sure to encourage your heart and learn more about a book we love. Hello, hello, Encourage. I'm so glad you're here, friends. This is Becky Keefe, and I am here with uh, my friend, our fellow Encourage contributor, Darina Lazo-Gilmore-Young. Hello, my friend. Hi, Becky. Thanks for having me. Of course. Welcome back to the Encourage podcast. Um, friends, Darina is great at a lot of things, <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, and like we could sit here and talk about hiking and trails and nature and chasing God's glory. And Darina, you've written children's books and like, you know that I love that. Um, and yet today we're going to talk about something that's a little heavier, but also really important. And I really believe that this is for you, friend who's listening, or maybe it's for someone in your life, um, that's going through grief because Darina, you have walked, continue to walk through deep grief. Would you share a little bit about your story? Thanks, Becky. Thanks for making space for this time too. Um, I think it's so important for us to share our stories of grief and to to really normalize that as part of our everyday. Because if you haven't been through a deep grief journey, you will in the future. <laughs> and it's just a part of our life. So, you know, I could point to lots of things in my life that have been grief journeys, but I will say, you know, the most profound one was the loss of my husband, Eric Lee, which was nine years ago um, in this season. He was diagnosed with stage four cancer, which was a huge surprise to our family. Um, he was a very healthy guy, a triathlete, a CrossFit coach, a nutrition teacher, like just a pinnacle for health. Um, so many things that he loved to do. And in that season, he was the director of a nonprofit organization in Haiti that we directed together. And so we were feeling very blindsided when we received this very devastating diagnosis. And he soared to heaven three short months after we got that diagnosis. Um, wow. My world was turned upside down. It was not a story that I ever imagined or prepared for. It's not something you can prepare for really. Um, but I didn't even have a lot of people within my circle who had dealt with cancer at that point. And I was a young widow in my 30s with three little girls, ages two, five, and eight, who were desperately missing their daddy. And we began a journey of grief that has been full of surprising redemption, deep, dark days, and mm -hmm. a reckoning with our theology of suffering. And that's really mm -hmm. what almost the last decade of my life has included I feel so passionate now about talking about it because I think it's something that we all need to face. Right, right. And it impacts us whether we are currently in a season of 
of deep grief or we are preparing for one that, like you said, it's, it's going to come in this world. You will have trouble. <laughs> Jesus says we all know that death is just as much, just as much a part of this world as life is. Um, or, and we need to, to have these conversations because there are going to be people in our lives, our friends, our sisters, our coworkers, our children, our parents who are going to face grief. And how are we going to be women who come alongside well? Um, so Darina, you have a beautiful new devotional journal, um, coming out called Breathing Through Grief, a devotional journal for seasons of loss. Um, so why, why this journal? Um, you could have written a, you know, a Bible study. You could have written, you know, a whole, a whole chapter book. Why this format, um, in, in choosing to provide a resource about how someone can walk through their journey of grief? Yeah, honestly, Becky, I have written about grief in some different genres, as you know. So I've written a Bible right. study, um, about, you know, it's called Glory Chasers, which is really about finding God's glory through grief and then chasing God's glory, which is my children's book. This book came out as a surprise. The, the opportunity was a surprise to me, actually. Um, it wasn't something that was necessarily on my bucket list of things that I wanted to work on, but I got an invitation from Ink and Willow Books, and they are the gift book division of Penguin Random House. Um, my children's book editor actually also sits on the board for breathe or for the ink and willow imprint. So all part of the same publishing company, but they wanted to do a journal that would be about grief and just seeing that there was such a need for that. And I think especially kind of after some of these pandemic years that we have had so many people universally experiencing loss, but then also people, of course, navigating their own personal grief, whether that was through a death of a loved one or the loss of a community or maybe even switching churches or switching jobs and the death of a dream. Those are things that are things we need to grieve in our lives. Those right. are losses that we feel very deeply. And so they came to me um, partly because of my children's book and said, would you be interested in writing this? And so it was an opportunity where I saw it and it was like, oh, well, this is what I've already been doing. I've been writing about grief. And honestly, a lot of it, I worked out and wrote for Encourage through the years mm -hmm. as I've been living my life. And so I was able to kind of pull together blog posts and encourage posts and other things that I had prepared in different genres and different spaces, even some of my speaking notes and put it together in this journal. And what I love about this specific format is that I am telling my story to a degree, but really I'm coming alongside people as a companion on their grief journey. And so this book includes devotional stories that people may be familiar with if they read Encourage, but it also has reflection questions and space to write and respond to those reflection questions. It includes soul care tips. It has prayers and scriptures to just allow the person who is grieving to sit and to meditate and enter in. And it's really the book that I kind of wish I had a decade ago of just someone kind of coming alongside me and saying, you have permission to grieve the way that God has designed you. And here are some little guideposts and some ideas of how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
it may not have been on your bucket list, Darina, but I asked that question because it makes a whole lot of sense to me. And I wish I would have had it 11, almost 12 years ago um, when I unexpectedly lost my dad. Um, he was not the pinnacle of health. Um, he had a lot of health challenges, but at the same time, it was still a very sudden um, loss. And um, at the time, I had um, a two-year-old and a six-month-old, and I didn't have a great relationship with my dad. And so I was not only grieving his death, but I was also grieving the kind of father that I needed that he never was. I was dealing with feelings of, of guilt that it was honestly partly a relief. Um, I mean, so many things. And I felt so alone because at that time I was, I was 29. I didn't know any, I didn't have any friends who had lost a parent, really no one close to them. My husband hadn't been through it. Um, mm-hmm. and when we are in the thick of regular life, because Unfortunately, like death or loss of any kind, it doesn't, it doesn't stop life from going on. Like we still have to like get up and make the eggs and pack the lunches and do the errands and show up to work. Um, and it was so hard to figure out how processing grief in a healthy way fit into my life. And so, um, I'm just so grateful that you have written breathing through grief because I know this is a tool that people need. We need someone not to say, do it this way and you'll get through it because we know that like, it's not about getting through. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that encouragement, that gentle guide that you are, Darina, to say like, your grief is valid and it's going to take as much time as it needs to. And God can meet you in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. Yes. So what, um, what did you learn or, or relearn, um, as you were going through the process of putting breathing through grief together? Hmm. You know, it's been such a special journey for me because it's been an invitation to actually look back and to trace the trajectory and the path that God has brought me on and the ways that he has been present with me over this last decade. And so I write about a lot of different things that people might experience in grief. I don't believe in like stages of grief or that grief is a linear process. I think everyone experiences those things in different ways. And sometimes we do loop de loops and we do, you know, we veer left mm-hmm. or we veer right or we <laughs> go underground. But These are some things that I think are common in people's experience and then the details and the context work it work themselves out differently. And so it was so good for me to kind of go back and to remember this is where I've been. This is the reckoning that I've done. This is the theology that I've worked out in my heart. These are the victories and these are the dark days. And, you know, just being able to recognize, um, just the power of God walking us through. And so even recently, um, I got a cop, my first physical copy of the book and I was going on a retreat. I was actually in a rich on a retreat in Idaho at Priest Lake in Idaho. And I had the chance to sit down on the dock and I just read the whole journal book 
to myself again. And it's like, Mm. I wrote these words and I've edited these words and, you know, I wrote these words probably for different publications through the years. Like I mentioned, a lot of these are encouraged posts in their kind of infancy stages, but to sit down and to read the whole book and to be reminded of this miracle of God bringing my family, family through the grief journey was just such a powerful and beautiful moment. And there's a lot of times in the Bible where, you know, the Israelites will do these kind of remembrances. There's different feasts that they would do. And, you know, even the the Sabbath and the Shabbat meals where they would remember how God brought them out of slavery. They would remember the ways that God had helped them have victory over the enemy. These are things that we have as a model in scripture. And then to be able to do that in my own life was so powerful. And I was so grateful for that journey on a personal level. But also I feel so passionate about helping other people along on their journey as well. And so that's really the invitation of the book. Hmm. That's so good. The the devotional journal is called Breathing Through Grief. Why why breathing? Talk to us about the importance of of breath. Yeah, I wanted to think of a motif that would kind of walk us through the journey. And as I thought about it, I realized that sometimes the hardest thing when you're on a deep grief journey is just simply breathing. Mm -hmm. And yet we cannot move forward. We can't make it through a day if we don't fill our lungs with air and breathe. And on most days... Breathing comes naturally, but when you're grieving, it feels heavy. It feels hard. I mean, just the tightening that happens in your chest. And I remember when my husband first passed away that there were days where I just felt like there was this heavy boulder that was sitting on my chest and it Mm -hmm. felt physically hard to breathe. There have been times in my life where I've experienced um, anxiety and panic attacks. And I know that's something that you share about a lot, too. And that is one of the physical manifestations is that it's difficult to breathe. And so as yeah. I was thinking about ushering people through and on this journey, I was thinking about breath. The flip side of sort of that sentiment of breathing being hard is that God's very name, Yahweh, which is translated then into, you know, English that so the original Hebrew Yahweh actually is breathing sounds. And so mm-hmm. I learned a little bit about this from Bible scholars and commentators who explain that these four letters, Y-H-W-H, and I open with this in the book, they were really put together to signal the sounds, the aspirated sounds of us breathing. So Y-H together was the inhale, and then the exhale was the W-H. And there is not an accident that these things are connected because this is God of the universe who actually breathed into Adam's lungs and who gives us breath each day as we're created. And so that was the invitation for me was to say to people, come, we're going to breathe together. We're going to even inhale the word Yah and exhale the sound way. And that's Yahweh. That is God. And we're inviting God into the process of grief with us. Yeah. Well, I think I have learned on my own grief journey and my own mental wellness journey and all that. I mean, that breath is so crucial to 
just grounding in the moment, grounding in truth, grounding in our awareness of God. And even when we feel like we can't, we can't get out of bed, we can't do the one next thing. Sometimes it, we just have to come back to the basics of Lord, like you have given me breath today. Help me to breathe in you. And so, um, you know, it's not striving through grief. It's not conquering grief, but just the invitation of breathing through grief. And you also, um, give several different moments throughout the, the journal to pause, to pause for breath. Um, and I just think it's such a beautiful invitation to know that this is not something else for you to check off your to-do list, but it's really just a way, friends, to, um, say, okay, like I want to intentionally invite God into my grief. I want him to guide this. I don't have a whole lot of expectations other than like, we know that God is a God of healing. He's the God of all comfort. He's the God of all hope. Mm-hmm. And, um, as much as like Dorina, like I, it grieves me that Eric Lee's death is part of your story. It grieves me that I lost my dad when I did. I can think of, you know, I, there's so many people I can think of right now who are facing, um, you know, chronic illness or a fatal diagnosis or a broken marriage. And like these things just point to the brokenness of this world. Mm-hmm. And yet it's also through our trials. It's through our grief that I have learned to experience more of who God is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in that way, I do see that God is the redeemer of all things, even, even our grief. Wouldn't you say so? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's why um, I really love the idea of breathing alongside someone else. Like I can't breathe for you. Mm-hmm. I can walk next to you. I can breathe alongside you in the journey. Um, throughout my journal, we have these pages where it's like the inhale pages. And those are really the questions where it's asking people to dig a little deeper inside of their souls and to think about what they believe. And so I'm asking questions like, what fears are you facing? Can you name some of them? What parts of God's character um, are mentioned in this passage of scripture or are re- revealed to you in this season? And so it's really kind of an introspection. And then there's also pages that are for exhale which are just kind of free writing. It's lines where, you know, it's an invitation to pour out your heart and to exhale. And the scriptures and the quotes that are throughout the book, I think just kind of gently help people along that way. Um, But really this, this journal is inviting you to your own journey, if that makes sense, Um, Mm -hmm. because I don't want it to be prescriptive. And I recognize, I mean, honestly, I didn't ever want to write a grief book I've read dozens of grief books that are amazing. And I I was not trying to ever compete with those because I've learned a lot from them. But I wanted to offer something a little bit different. Um, And I think there's redemption in the process, going back to what you said. Mm -hmm. Like when we enter into that process of breathing with God alongside us, then we get to experience that deep redemption that can happen. Yeah. Yes. Friends, um, I encourage you to get Breathing Through Grief. Um, I'm sure it's available wherever books are sold. Darina, tell us uh, more how um, our listeners can connect with you. Probably the easiest way to connect with me is just through my website, DarinaGilmore.com. I have all kinds of resources that are connected there. You can find out about the book. There's some fun 
pre-order bonuses and resources that go alongside with the book. Um, I also have a weekly newsletter that I send out that's called my glory gram where I talk about, okay, how do we navigate grief and how do we see God's glory on these unexpected paths in front of us? And so I love to connect with people that way. Um, I'm also hanging out on Instagram most days. So if you like to be in the daily stuff and see pictures of my kids in their redemption stories and you like to be connected with other resources, then head over to Instagram as well. Would you would you pray for our friends as we close? Mm, definitely. Father God, we just thank you. We thank you that you do not leave us alone in our loss. And we thank you that you invite us into the journey of grief and lament with you. That you're not scared of us in our messiness and our fears, but that you just welcome us with open arms. And I thank you for that reminder in my own life, God. And I pray that if anyone is listening today and needs that reminder, that you would press it into their hearts. God, I pray for my friends who are listening who need to know that they have permission to grieve. And I thank you that you modeled that for us in your word, that we see that Jesus wept with his friends when they lost their brother. We see that you were close to David in the Psalms. We see so many examples of how you showed up as the God of comfort. And so today I ask that you, God of comfort, would come near. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The Encourage podcast is brought to you by Dayspring. For over 50 years, Dayspring has created quality cards, books, and gifts that help you live your faith. Find out more at dayspring.com.